1: Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, November 5th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Back on schedule here. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. Dwayne Long joins us from Columbus. Dwayne. How are you feeling today?
0: I'm getting pumped, Dan. We're headed to the real interesting part of the year. It's, it's, uh, I'm loving it.
1: The college football reveal for the playoff will be tonight. What order they will be in, Dwayne and I will discuss later on in the show. First, there's always some good recruiting news out there for Ohio State. Thank you, Florida State, for a topic to discuss today. Jalen Knighton chose Tallahassee over Columbus. Now Willie Taggart has driven that program into the ground. He's been fired, and Jalen Knighton has decommitted. Dwayne, a Jalen Knighton update was being penned as we went to record this, so I'm going to leave some details out of this that you can get on the site. Bill Curlick definitely has the latest on Jalen Knighton right now, so if you're listening to this, you should have already read that. Dwayne, your thoughts on the Jalen Knighton situation, what you would do, et cetera.
0: Well, I, I guess that uh, the only thing I can say is I've got mixed feelings on it. <clears throat> I liked when I saw a lot of them, Uh last year. This year, I mean, we've actually seen a game on television that we could all watch. He didn't impress. He's not having a great year. Uh, that's just a fact. <clears throat> so you wonder... You know, you look on one side of this, and you think, well, you know, maybe they lost a lot of guys, you know, important guys to uh, to his success last year, uh, and that that you know he just doesn't have a team around him anymore. But then you also have to worry about this being another Kareem Walker situation. We all remember that he committed to Ohio State, then changed his mind, went to Michigan, and he's been. Nothing. Number one back in the country, and everybody was geeked about that. And and, uh, he did not have a good senior year, and he's not had a good year since. He uh, I don't know where he's at now. I don't even know if he's playing ball anymore. But you know, you wonder what you got. You got a guy that that peaked, or one year wonder, or you know, or do you have a guy that uh, just uh, did not have the support around him? To, uh, to be a success. So I don't know. I got mixed feelings about it. I mean if he's a player that he was last year, I'd more than welcome him. Uh there's another thing that we gotta add in here. The uh Ryan Day system does not have that wing back as a prominent uh player like uh it was under Urban Meyer. And that's where Knighton would excel is uh uh give him, but he's not a running back he's he's just not a big enough kid. you know this isn't a uh uh j k Dobbins situation where it's a guy who's just not a big back he's uh but he's not small. this kid's small he's not a kid that could be a running back uh and right now we're seeing a smaller back trying to make something happen at Ohio State with McCall he's just it's just not happening. He needs to be out in space, and that's what I see with Knighton. So I go back to my original statement. I got mixed feelings about whether this is a, a good thing or a bad thing or whether it will happen at all. You know, maybe we're not – we seem to not have been interested since, uh, since you know, we didn't – players commit to other schools before, and we stay on them, which I don't know uh, if uh, the B, uh, B. John Robinson situation, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Seems like uh, that uh, commitment to Texas is uh, uh, kind of shaky, and I don't think he wants to go to Texas. I think his family wants to go to Texas. He wants to come here, so we'll see what happens with that too. So, you know, but we stayed on him. Uh, I don't know if we had with Knighton, so we'll see. You know, maybe maybe we're just talking about something that is uh,
1: uh, not going to materialize. Maybe we are. We'll see. As I said, make sure to check the site right now for Bill Curley's latest on Jalen Knighton. Knighton is expected to visit Florida this coming weekend, and we'll see what his visit plans are going to be after that. The other major recruiting news as it pertains to Ohio State was an offer to another quarterback. As we know, Jack Miller from Arizona already in the class. C.J. Stroud from Rancho Cucamonga in California has an offer. Ohio State has now offered Jaden DeLora from Honolulu, St. Louis. If you recognize that school's name you should, it's a football powerhouse. Delora, six foot one, hundred and ninety pounds. Wasn't the most highly coveted prospect. Mike Yursuch went out to see him and offered. USC recently saw him in person and offered. It sounds like he's an emerging player in the class. Your thoughts on the offer and the player.
0: I think you gotta look at the timing. I uh I don't believe in in uh you know the that these things don't happen for a reason. Just like with Stroud, who I prefer, he just, you know, it seemed like it was just a matter of time before he committed. Well, he hasn't committed. And there has been a rumor running out there. uh, And, well, it's not, you know, fan board stuff that too many people pay attention to. It's, uh, you know, uh, a guy in in the business and he thinks that we're not in, he threw it out there that we're not in as good a shape as we think we are with him. And then all of a sudden, here comes an offer out of the blue. What's going on? I gotta look at the timeline and say, uh, we're not so sure about Stroud. And, uh, we, we gotta have another quarterback, Dan. We gotta have another quarterback. So, uh, that's what it looks like. The, um, You know, I looked at film to him yesterday after I heard about the offer, and he's impressive. He's he's a good-looking kid. Uh, Hawaii is off the beaten path. Uh, These guys, I don't know how many of them are coming to camps and combines to be seen. You know the level of competition is not that great, even though the team may be a powerhouse against who? You know, so... Uh, not knowing that, I, I can't imagine these guys are, the, the Hawaii schools are coming to the mainland on a regular basis. So, you know, we don't know what we got, but he's he's got a good arm. He's really mobile. Uh, I, I was impressed with what I saw. And, you know, if we can't get Stroud, he'd be a nice fallback. Uh, but Stroud should be the focus. If we can get him, I mean, I, as much as I love Jack Miller, I'm not going to be so surprised if uh, Stroud really pushes him for the starting job here when uh, Fields is done. He's that good. This kid, less of a challenge, Jack Miller, but let's hope we get Stroud, and if we don't, be happy with uh, getting a nice kid with a nice arm, and good mobility that, uh, you know, we at least know this. Coming out of that high school, he's been trained well. He's been coached up that's a that's definitely a positive whether his level of competition um, is any good that's another matter
1: we're going to take a quick commercial break and be back to talk playoffs.
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: And we're back tonight at 9 p.m. on ESPN, the first playoff reveal. Give me your top four as we head for the evening. It's changed based on uh, Oklahoma.
0: I my top four was Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, Oklahoma. That was that was my four. Well, Oklahoma was soundly beaten. The defenses has had been looking pretty good, you know. Over the years, we've said, I don't know about the defense and whether it's really needed in that conference. You know, they fell apart. They just got hammered. So uh, they're out, so mine has changed. I'm going to go with Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, and Clemson. Now, obviously, that that is going to change after Saturday with Alabama and LSU running head-to-head. And it's going to get real interesting. That's what I said when we started the show. I'm really excited about where we are right now, because all those SEC teams that are bunched up there, um, they're all going to be playing each other. So uh, I just don't know how you can get two SEC teams in. Uh, What I've noticed is it seems like everybody, everybody except the SEC schools, are saying with only four going in, no, no conference should get two. No. So, uh, well, they're playing head-to-head here late in the year. That really matters because, you know, the, the polls and have always been a, a rolling, revolving thing. You lose, you drop. So um, we'll see what happens. Is anybody playing well enough that, let's say, Alabama and LSU have a bang-up game, and both of them look like top five teams in the country, and nobody's really stepping up? Um, you know, you had Notre Dame. Look what happened to them. They've been beaten by Georgia in a tight game. It was pretty boring, actually. And they just, Michigan, just hammered them Saturday. Just hammered them. So they can't rotate back up there. I mean, Utah's in the top ten. Utah's going to, you know, people start losing. Utah's a challenge to the the uh, playoffs. That nothing would would say more that we need more teams. Some people say eight, I say six. But you know, we we've gotta get a couple of more teams in here, Dan. That would be you could with six you could take the, the champion of the power five conference and then have a wild card, a second team from a power five or go off the board for a Notre Dame or something like that. But uh that's my top four now and it's gonna change after uh Saturday probably.
1: The scenario I'm going to be interested in: let's say Ohio State goes undefeated, Penn State loses at Ohio State in a super close game. Let's say LSU goes undefeated, and Alabama loses in a super close game. So Ohio State and LSU finish, you know, one and two, and then you've got two other teams where their only losses are to one and two. I think that would be really interesting. The good thing is Ohio State's going to be in the mix tonight. I think there'll be one or two. My guess is two. I hope one. I don't think it really matters. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Make sure to get over to the site right now and read Bill Kerlick's update on Jalen Knighton. And if you're a premium subscriber and haven't taken advantage of the new benefit of CBS All Access, please go do so. Have a good one, Bucknutters.